I'm well, a fun you guy. You have fun when they finish below 500. I'm just Captain Fun. I guess. Or a captain suit, the show from now on. I don't like the half point. Well, that's called the hook. I don't like it. What the hook How do you get rid of it? Can you get rid of the hook? I'm going to have a coronary. I'm getting too old for this job, but you guys may have won. Upset. If you look back at where the term came from, it was from a horse race. Upset when did you turn a, into Cliff Clavin? I like this job. <laughs> I've had it for a long time, Paul. Last one. This is like chemistry lab. I You're just, on the verge of next year's Super Bowl. I can't Bowl. help Let what I think. Be honest, Paulie. You're not doing this for <laughs> other people's entertainment. You are truly enjoying this. This is Orange Nation. With Stephen Fonte and Paulie Sibilia. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us. Alongside Pauly Sibili, I'm Stephen Fonte. It's a Wednesday edition of Orange Nation, and we want to hear from you. 315-437-7644. Speak for yourself. <laughs> no, we do. We do. No, I do. I do. We want to hear from our listeners. Um, we may or may not have Jerry McNamara at 1245 working on trying to get uh, Coach McNamara to join us toward the End of hour number one, and then Doug Feinberg is locked in for one thirty. He's a national women's basketball writer for the Associated Press, and big one for the ladies tomorrow, uh, Paulie. Uh, it, it almost feels like it might be an elimination game. Charlie Cream has his new ESPN bracketology out. He's got Syracuse right now as the last team in the field of 68. They've got the 8-9 matchup tomorrow against NC State, 2 o'clock uh, on these very airwaves on ESPN Radio. If they win... You would assume uh, that is good enough to get them into the NCAA tournament. If they lose, uh, they're going to be sweating it out uh, during the selection show. One month until uh, opening day, Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what you're hanging yes. your head on today? One month till opening day of baseball, man. I know you want to talk a little baseball on the show today. Yeah, yeah. I do at one point. We'll have yeah. a little fun with that because something fun happened in baseball yesterday. Nothing uh, fun in the Dome last night. No, Steve. And, you know, I've once said there was something in the open that caught my ear. It's not a chemistry lab, and, but it is a chemistry lab. You know what? I'm not Captain Fun right now. I'm not having fun. Uh, I don't think anybody's having fun. I'm not Paul. having fun, and I also am not uh, not okay with this. I may be softening. I'm the, Look, look. I'm... Don't don't anybody like throw a parade that I'm all of a sudden gone crazy. But three consecutive games of like seventeen or more, that's not a good product. It's a terrible product. And something has happened, right? Syracuse beat a this team was progressing and growing, right? And we all saw it. This is gonna be a top twenty five team. They just beat NC State, a ranked team. They've got over that hump, and since then, something has gone wrong. I felt okay in defending that product. Ten days later, I'm not okay in defending this product. I get why people are upset right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, It's it's been two weeks, right? It was Valentine's Day when... Syracuse beat NC State, and we kept talking about how okay they finally got a positive. There was still result a roadmap. Yeah, there. I mean, it, it's just, it's been it's been a train wreck the last four games. And yeah. you said something has happened, and and I don't know what that is. You don't know what that is. I don't know as if we'll we'll find out. Um, but it does feel like 
this team is uh, is I don't want to say given up because that that implies that they're not trying. Disinterested. Right? That might they're be a better word. In. That might be a better word. Um, because I I don't want to question someone's effort, but from the outside looking in, like when we when we watch what we watched, and we've watched it now four games, but last night was the worst of the four because it was the worst team of the four. Right? It was a home game against Georgia Tech. In a game that, after those three losses, like if you're a competitor, you come out and you want to get after it. And they didn't get after it. No. I'll never be a guy who says the game has passed Jim Beheim by. I will never not defend what has happened with this program in the past 10 years and say, it's okay. It's okay that they weren't in the twenty top 25, but they were in a position that was better than this. They were getting to Sweet 16s. They were on the bubble, and I was okay with that because I don't have that lofty of expectations for anybody, you know, in, in life. But this, Steve, I always say you got to look at the whole picture. I'm going to look at the whole picture right now. If they end this season on a six-game losing streak, that is not good. <laughs> and like, like, look, listen, it's funny to say, but I, I, I said I was going to do this. I, I thought this in my head. The Elite Wealth Management Group, Steve, is your GPS for financial planning. If they end this season on a six-game losing streak, they better have their GPS out and an explanation of how this is going to get better, and it's got to be believable. Right? It's got to be... You've got to... Uh, you got to have a, a an explanation of this to the fans. I, I don't think coaching has passed uh, Jim Beheim by, but something is not working, and you better tell us what it is and how you're going to fix it. You know, we played match game yesterday, and you said you know Georgia Tech will hit blank number of threes, and I almost said 17 because, again, they gave up 13 against Duke, 14 against Clemson, Gave up 16 in the last game to Pittsburgh. And I was like, oh, the natural progression would be 17. Then I'm like, but Georgia Tech doesn't shoot it well. I mean, Georgia Tech's in the... Right now, I look today, and this is an improvement based on where they were. Today, they are 220th in the country in three-point accuracy. That's up from whatever they were. I I would assume they were probably in around 230 going into last night's game. I I was thinking back about the the match game last night also, and I was doing my impersonation of angry SU fan playing the... uh, And my 400 threes was closer than my actual (laughs) guess in threes yesterday. No, but Steve, there's some... I I can't put a finger on it. And uh, they're not playing defense. And... This might be an obscure reference for people. I haven't seen a Syracuse team this look look this disinterested in playing basketball since I don't know if you remember this game, Steve, but I think it was Todd Bergen's senior year. They played an NIT game at the dome against Florida, Florida State, State, yeah, and just got boat raced because yeah. they didn't want to be there they didn't be and there. they didn't yeah. care. Yeah, and that's what it looked like. And I haven't. I'm not sold on everybody coming back. It may be, it may be time for some people to leave. You know, whether whether it's because they're not good players or whatever, but it may be just time to move on. You have to. 
Yeah, and like I said, I'm I'm hesitant to say they quit or they didn't try or they're not playing hard, but based on what we saw, like it, they, they I think disinterested is a good word. Like, it, if there is a chemistry issue on this team, Steve, you know that's not the you you can't make people like each other, and I don't think that's the issue because they were playing great. But it looks like Judah Mintz is the only one on the floor that cares. Yeah, and I don't know if that's Again. only my eyes, but it, he looks like the only one that is visibly frustrated by what is going on with his team. Yeah, and I I, I don't know if it's fair to say that. I, I would agree with you. Judah looks like he cares, and Judah's trying hard. And Judah had twenty three and seven again last night. He's been fantastic. Um, I don't want to say that it's only him, but I just I think from a from a team perspective, an overall team perspective, the team does look disinterested, and they certainly don't look interested in playing defense as we've now seen four straight games of this. And last night was against a team that, you know, yeah, you could say they're playing better. It's not a good team, though. Yeah. I mean, that Georgia Tech's not a good team. It's on your home floor. You beat them by double digits already. No excuse for what happened last night. There is no excuse for what happened last night. No, and if you do lose six in a row and you go into next year with the same thing, which I think they will, and I'm not saying they shouldn't, but the issue is if this is the product that it is like this is what Syracuse basketball is. What we've seen the past three games. Next year, you lose the opportunity to give it to a guy who's on the bench right now, right? It it because I don't think they're going to lose by seventeen every game, and they're going to be Louisville next year. But if this is how they're going to lose games, it it puts. It puts a blow it up as a you know a more feasible option. Yeah, and I, I listen. I I don't. I wouldn't go as, so far as to say that this four game losing streak means that the next coach isn't on the bench. Like I don't. I don't think that's the case. No, I'm saying like next year if they do if, if they run if it back continues, and this continues. Yes. Again, as I always say, I want to see what it looks like, but. It, I mean, something needs to change because what what we've seen these last four games, it's you know, it's not fun for anybody. This isn't good for no, anybody. I, I do wonder too, and I, you and I were kind of texting back and forth about this last night. I don't know if we're ever going to get an answer on this. I do wonder about the Chris Bell situation. I, I, I just do. I think everybody does. I don't buy. You know, it was he six bad possessions at practice is is the reason he didn't play. Now, I maybe they're trying to handle something the right way. Um, and keep something in house, or I, I, I don't know. This, I, but doesn't it feel like there's probably more to it than just? Yeah, it uh, feels one, like there's something. He went from starter to not playing a single minute after, in, in two straight games. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's funny we say it can't get worse or it can get worse. It's gotten worse this year. Like this is the proof that the saying it could get worse. It's gotten worse. Yeah, it I has. don't know what the answer is. All right, let's uh, let's go to the full minds. 315-437-7644. We're going to uh, start with David in Syracuse. He's kicking us off today. Hey, David. Yes, I was just wondering, is there possibly a chemistry issue with this team? You would hope that's the issue and they can figure it out in the offseason, that it's only a chemistry issue? I, I don't know. The reason that I, I'm hesitant to say yes to that is they were playing well yeah. up until two weeks ago. And then, bam, they lose they, the Duke. They, this and is, then, that's why I keep thinking. This is coming off of beating a ranked opponent. They were getting better. 
it was easy to defend this team. Right now, it's hard to defend this product. It's just frustrating. I mean, I think, in my opinion, I think I know all my friends would talk about it. I think it's time for Bayham to retire at the end of the season. All right, David. Uh, why don't we get uh, we'll get one more in in this segment? How about Anthony in Utica? Anthony's up next. How are you today, Anthony? Hey guys, long time listener, first time caller. Appreciate you checking um, in. What do you got about the game passing Jim Beheim by? Paulie couldn't be more wrong. It is as simple as the Steph Curry effect. These kids have range now. We've seen Trey Young come up. We've seen Lamelo Ball come up. It is the trend. These young kids have range. The 2-3 zone does not get out. You have personnel like Gerard. You need personnel like Michael Carter, Williams, big and lanky at the top of that zone. And the range is bigger and better. They're six feet back, hitting them like shoot-around. And the game is passing by. Well, that's not the game passing him by. You're saying that it would still work if Michael Carter-Williams was there. He's just not recruited the right group. That's a problem. You know, right? I, I I hate to, like, the game hasn't passed the guy by, guys. That's a dumb take. I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to listen to Bill and Salve tell me that the game's passed the guy by when I hear coaches all the time say how great of a coach he is. Something is not working right now. It, has, has his ability to maybe relate to younger kids passed? Goodbye. Yeah, that might be a thing. His ability to uh, coach has it. it. You know, is this a is he not relatable to kids anymore? That might be an issue. But the game hasn't passed him by. All right, three one five four three seven seventy six forty four. Keep the phone calls coming. We do have to take a timeout. Jerry McNamara confirmed for twelve thirty now, so we'll hear from G Mac coming up in about fifteen minutes. We'll take a timeout here. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. Steve, let the music take you away. This will be a little bit of joy every segment for us. Oh, yes. Uh, Public Enemy, Artist of the Day, Flava Flav was uh, forcefully removed from the band on this day. All right. You know who else uh, people think should be forced I, to I'm fully aware. You know who the Flava Flav of Syracuse basketball is, don't you, Steve? That would be an easy match in our match yes, game. Yes, my Uzi weighs a ton. I'm doing Polly's personal favorite. That's fine. I deserve a little bit of yes, love. Yes, you do. You do. I'm angry today because... I can tell. I don't... Cons- you know what it is, Steve? You know what makes me angry? I'm going to be honest. With you. I don't consume sports like... I, th- I don't know if I'm in the minority or if I'm... In the silent majority, I don't consume sports in a way that it gets me worked up. Like I don't. Sports are my escape. Like so, if my favorite team loses, sure, it bums me out. But I got to watch my favorite team, and you know, I'm. I just don't get it. Like I don't think I'm smarter than Mike Tomlin. I don't think I'm smarter than Bud Black was. You know, and. I just don't consume sports that way. I enjoy sports as a is a relaxing way. I I don't I don't know. I, I like I've never once been the guy that 
the people who play sports and coach sports are at such a different level than me. I'll never be on that level. And I, I'll, I can't grasp it. It's like, it would be the equivalent of me watch if I sat and watched like nuclear scientists work all day. And then I decided that I could make, like I could split an atom. So you and, don't, you don't get mad is what you're saying. No, I get mad. But I don't get mad to the point where I think I know, like, I can fix it. Right. Gotcha. That makes sense. But I appreciate the people to do and call in and share it with us. I just, I consume sports differently. I enjoy sports. All right. Well, It just that- doesn't seem like a fun way to watch a game if I'm sitting there and rewinding tape and breaking down whether or not the, the, the three got out to the right spot of the zone. All right, let's let's go to some of our listeners. We've got Brian in Rochester. He's up next on the show. Hey, Brian. Oh, I, I, that's my fault. I'm bad at my job. Go ahead. Uh, um, I don't know where to start from last night. Um, I, I just think logically, I, I don't see how he's coming back next year. Um, in the press conference, he just sounded so defeated. Um, he switched to the man-to-man defense. I have no idea what they're going to run the rest of the season. Is he next year? Is he going to change his practice format at age seventy nine to going to man? I can't see him making a major change at this point in his career with what he believed in and seeing how his his baby, his zone, is now just being obsolete. I, I think he, he kind of admitted defeat as much. I think there's going to be a player exodus, whether he stays or he goes, and I think it's more likely that change is imminent. Um, is what my crystal ball is telling me. Um, as for big picture, looking at the big picture of things, um, you know, Paul, you mentioned the the Sweet 16s and the Final Fours, yeah. and you're you're totally right that they're great. But you got to do a full analysis of the whole thing. So they were reaching those as a double digit seed, and I have Jim down as going nine and three in the NCAA tournament as a double digit seed, which is a 75 win percentage, which is way out way outperforming, above performing the level of a typical double-digit seed. So credit to Jim for that. But it's a small sample size when compared to the win percentages in those years. Here they are, starting with this year. Here's his win percentages. 533, 485, 643, 563, 588, 622, 559, 622, 581. So he's way outperforming in those three years in the tournament, which kind of masks and camouflages the actual performance level. Now, if you go to the first year in the ACC and going back to the Big East days, they go in descending order 824, 715, 919, 771, et cetera. There's a clear decline here um, in performance of the program. And I think he's even seeing the results. He's seeing it himself by last night by switching demand. And I just hope they can get him one more win because I don't want to see him going out losing six in a row. That's all, guys. Thanks. All right, Brian. Yeah, and you can't make, as funny as this is going to sound, you can't make a judgment on this season yet. It's not over. You know, it doesn't look good. It's going to, it would take, he's a miracle worker if he figures this one out. But if they, you know, if you go in, you beat Wake Forest, you beat, Whoever you wake again, you back to back wins against wake is what it would be, right? Most likely. And then you win another one. All right. I don't envy the people on the hill. 
But if they lose six in a row, that's a that's a nightmare scenario. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, let's get one more uh, phone call in this segment. How about John in Syracuse? John's up next on the show. Hey, John. Hi. The last 20 years I've been calling in telling you that you can't save the football program. It's unsavable. The last 10 years I've been calling in telling you the basketball program is spiraling down the toilet, and it's going to catch up with the football program, and it's almost there. It's not almost there. Do you get too many it's not play- almost there. people call it? You got too many people calling in that are naive and blind like Polly, who thinks this is just an aberration or a fluke. This is not. This is life. This is what's happening. It's totally changing. And you might as well get out of your fantasy world and realize what's coming. What what's coming? That's all Please I explain got to me what's say. coming. What's coming? Tell me. What the is- same is the football program. Unsalvageable. You cannot do it. Unless you bring in a dynamic young coach that who? can recruit. Who? Come on. You, by, I've given, uh, you've done this a million I'll, times I'll tell now. you who I'd go after. Okay, let's go. Chris yes. Beard. Yeah. All right. Chris, we finally got I'd an go answer after. from you. Yay. You did your homework. Thank you, yeah. John. And did well, you sell your you season tickets you don't again do this year? Any homework. Did you sell Goodbye. your season tickets? Goodbye. Did you, I wonder if he sold his season tickets again. Of all the people he could choose, he picked Chris Beard. At least it's an answer. Well, he knows he's getting that question. Just got, just got fired under scandalous circumstances. <laughs> Nate Oates isn't available. He's too busy running his program. Crappy. You know, the other thing you brought up on the show yesterday, um, which you were mentioning in the chat at, at QSportsTalk.com, was the was the whole 10 seed. And, you know, BC went into Wake Forest and, and won last night. So now that is that is a possibility. The 10 seed is now a possibility. The extra game down Greensboro is a possibility. You know what else is cracking me up is people keep calling it, the zone doesn't work. Okay, that's great. The zone doesn't work. The only reason Syracuse was successful in the tournament was because of the zone. What the <laughs> hell are you trying to say? Like that, It doesn't make sense. All right, let's... Uh... Let's go to Brendan and Manlius. He he's the the voice of reason he? quite often. I hope he, so. he quite often is. I like to think I am. Uh, Brendan, what do you got for us today? Polly, we can flip a coin. Whoever wins is the voice of reason. How's that sound? So here's my take. I don't think the game is past Jim Beheim by necessarily, but it's beginning. To, if I can give an analogy, this is beginning to remind me of the NFL coaches of the '80s and '90s that were insistent on doing the ground and pound game, and then the game became a passing game by and large, but they still insisted on running their same scheme of offense. And those coaches by and large are out of work right now. So as much as I don't want to see Jim Beheim go down this path, I think that it is unfortunately clear that he is for whatever reason, very, very set in his ways, which his ways more often than not have proven to be very successful. But unfortunately from just a simple viewer's perspective, He's not willing. I don't think it's not being able, but I think he's not willing to change with the times of how basketball is conducted in 2023. Okay, you don't give up 90-plus points to teams who are seven or eight games under 500 doing the same scheme. So as a Syracuse fan, I mean, and another thing that he, he always harps on is this takes time, this takes time, this takes, this takes time. Well, 
Unfortunately, this isn't 10 or 15 years ago where you can develop a player like Akeem Warwick and you can develop a player like Clough Dwayne. You can develop a player who's been in your program to get them to do it. So by the time they're routine Christmas senior year and they're looking at uh, an NBA career, that, that's not the case anymore. You have to, it, that's why I'm, in, I'm sort of teetering on saying, I, I'm not going to say the game's passing him by, but I think the strategy of how to recruit players with a transfer portal is something that I think he's having a hard time grasping because you don't have the luxury of time anymore. It's the opposite. You have to have kids coming in with a skill set that you can present from day one. Because what's going to happen next year if he stays? And other kids come in, whether it's uh, freshman or transfer portal. Are we going to hear the same song and dance halfway through the season? Well, this defense takes time. Well, coach, you don't have the luxury of time anymore. Unfortunately, programs are, are, are getting with the times. Look no further than Pitt. And there's other examples I can give to you. But it's, uh, it's, we're all frustrated for sure. Um, and I, I just I think that ultimately... Uh, I know Wild, uh, John Wildpack made a few points yesterday, but in any line of work, if you're not being successful for a few years in a row, yeah, it has to be addressed and looked at. So appreciate the time, guys. All right, Brendan. Yeah, I mean, the game is changing. I don't think there's any doubt about like, that. The game is changing in a lot of ways. And it's like, I was I was saying change is bad, and 500, those 500 numbers aren't aren't bad. It's average. But what's happening right now, Steve, is bad. Yeah. This this is unacceptable, and it's not the like it's not the norm for this program to lose like the way it is. All right, uh, let's hit a timeout. We got Jerry McNamara set to join us on the other side, and then we'll open the phone lines back up. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. Broadcasting live from the Duntire Studios in Armory Square, this is ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Yo, Chuck, these early dribbles are still front on us. Chuck, Bring the noise! Because we always do this. <laughs> yeah, that voice you hear, Flavor Flav, kicked out of Public Enemy on this day. Bring the noise. We want you to bring the noise. You, the listener, bring it. 315-437-7644. We want to know what a brother know. Get it? I got it. Because that's the lyrics of the song. I got it. Let's go to Tony in Liverpool. How you guys doing today? Good, Good Tony. How are you? Well, I think it's a um, unbelievable that I would actually agree with Polly, but You're I just uh, it upset it upsets me that People gang up on this guy who brought, I mean, early 70s, Syracuse stunk. I mean, they were horrible. He's brought this team for all these years, brought uh, all kinds of notoriety to our city, won games that he really shouldn't. And he, has, he had one NBA star, and he won the national title with him. He's had better players. I don't think personally that you could change coaches, I don't care who it is, and recruit people to our area. They're not coming here. They're going to other states. They're going to other NIL programs. You know, I just it pisses me off to hear people pile on this guy uh, who can coach. He still can coach, and he functions as a human being. So what? He's seventy-eight. Doesn't matter. He still gets the job done. I just don't. I don't understand that. I really don't. I mean, he's got players that are quitting on him. Good. They're going to go next year to some other place and fail. Um, you know, I, I just think it's a matter. He's not getting the players here, and they're not buying into the system. Nothing wrong with the system. It's worked for 47 years. You know, and I used to be the big critic. I thought I knew what I was, but 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 I really, uh, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand the, uh, the 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 veracity of the you know get rid of them. Doesn't know. You know, uh, I, I just think it's really uh, unfortunate. That's my opinion. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I get called an apologist and. 
I get the anger of the fan for where it is, and I think Jim Beheim gets it. Also, I don't get like I don't get social media. I don't get the like yeah. I then that that goes back to me con, the, as a consumer of sports. I don't get I don't get not still rooting for the guy who who brought you here. You know, there's a time for everybody to go, but you should be rooting for them, even if they were, even if they had two, if they were Louisville this year, you should still be rooting for Jim Beheim. You know, even if he's got to go, even when it's time, if, if the university has to make the decision to let him go, I don't get where the anger comes from towards this guy. You know, you know, everybody's, you know, I've been fired a million times, you know, it's, it's not fun. And sometimes you get it, you deserve it. Sometimes you get it, you don't deserve it. The, you you, sh- you shouldn't be piling on. You think he's happy with where he's at right now? No, he's not. It was clearly evident last night. Yeah, this isn't fun for anybody. Uh, let's uh, let's get another phone call in. How about John in Syracuse? He's up next on the show. Hey, John. Hi, man. How are we in this miserable day? We're hanging in there. How about you? Just about the same. If you were to go to a casino, and if you were to win 50% of the times on the first day, you would say that's pretty lucky. Do it two days in a row, three days in a row, four days in a row, four days in a row, we've had some amazingly lucky teams making 50% of threes. You couldn't write that in a book and get it published. Am I wrong about that? Uh, the, if they were defended threes, yeah. The, the problem is right now, not, they're not defended threes. Like if, but if you watch, if you watch a shoot around when they start, the kids ain't making fifty percent of the threes at practice. They shoot arounds before the games. It's it's just unreal how snake bitten this team has gotten from the three. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a little bit of both, John. I think self-inflicted snake bite is that possible? <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with Paulie in that you know, Division One players, good Division One shooters, are going to make open shots, and this team just isn't defending. They're getting a lot of open looks now. To to your point, you know, Duke came in as not a great three-point shooting team. They went thirteen for twenty-six. They they were exactly fifty percent. And to your point, you know, in in practice, going thirteen for twenty-six from from three, that's that's good. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think you, you've seen it. You know, you've seen opponents get comfortable, and you don't want opponents to get comfortable against the zone. And they have; they've gotten extremely comfortable, and they're getting open looks and they're making shots. Um, so, yeah, I think it's some of it is tip your hat to the opponent. I think a lot of it is shame on Syracuse. I, and I, the defense I, has to be better. I think once it's tip your hat to the opponent, twice it's oh, we better get out on these guys. Well, they still have to make shots though, three right? times, and, and so. I guess that's where you tip your hat to you. But like Georgia Tech last night, I mean, they made 18 threes. And they, I, there I realized, wasn't a person I know, in the area. I'm code. saying Syracuse had a lot to do with it, but they still had to make shots. And and to their credit, they did. But yeah, this is a it's more of a it's more of an SU defense problem than it is the opponents have been great. I would yeah. agree with you on that. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think Coach Beheims would ever say ah, the other teams are just getting lucky. He said in the interview he did. For the Learfield broadcast last night, he said, this is my fault. I am not coaching this team properly on the defensive side of the ball, and I got to fix it. 
All right, we've got to hit a timeout. We've got another guest coming up, Doug Feinberg, National Women's Basketball Writer for the Associated Press. He'll join us next on ESPN Radio.